Hi, guys, and welcome to our very first episode of our new podcast, Sounds Like Spa. I am your co-host, Maggie Walker. I'm the Associate Managing Editor of Skin Inc., and today I am joined with my lovely co-host, Marissa. Hi, guys. Um, Obviously, I'm Marissa. I'm Skin Inc.'s Associate Editor, and we're so excited for this podcast. We can't wait to chat with you guys about all things skin, spa, science, ingredients. We've got it all. Yeah, so she said it all. We are going to be talking treatments, trends, techniques, spa business, ingredients, skin physiology. We're going to deep dive into all of it to provide you with better education of what's going on in the industry. So without any further ado, let's jump into today's topic. So now we're going to tell you a little bit about ourselves since we are doing this for the first time. So like I said, I'm Maggie. Uh, One really fun fact about me is that I am a huge Disney adult and I love all things makeup. I love all things skincare. So I'm really excited to bring you guys what's hot and happening in the industry. Oh, and she does love makeup. She's very good at a TikTok transition too. Um, I would say a fun fact about me is I am in love with everything true crime. If you've got a podcast, I listen to it. If you've got a documentary, I've watched it. If you ever have recommendations, I'm here for it. (laughs) Okay. Well, now that you know a little bit about us, hopefully you are more willing to stick around. Um, Today's topic, we're actually going to be talking TikTok trends. Um, They've been huge in the industry. They've absolutely blown up and taken off. Uh, And honestly, a lot of them are skincare related and not all of them are great. (laughs) They're not all good. Um, But they are really important to know and super important to stay on top of. So that is what we wanted to talk about with you guys first, because we have covered a good chunk of, you know, TikTok trends that are happening right now and and what you should be paying attention to or what you might want to be warning your clients about. So first things first, I know you guys have heard about it. I know people have seen it. Retinol sandwiching. Um, So we're going to talk a little bit about what it is. You know, retinol sandwiching is basically putting a layer of moisturizer down before your retinol. Um, it can be really useful for clients with sensitive or, you know, sensitive prone reactive skin, um, mm-hmm. clients that aren't used to using retinol. It can be really good for that clientele because, you know, it gives a barrier. Um, some of the cautions for it though, you know, would have to be, you know, is it, is your retinol being as effective, you know, as it could be on its own. It is creating a barrier, meaning that retinol might not be penetrating as deep as it needs to Mm -hmm. be, you know, when it comes to the molecular sizes of the topicals you're using and all of that. So there are, there are cons to it. There are pros to it. Um, But Marissa, I want to hear your, your ideas and, and your thoughts on it. Yeah, of course. So as someone I've been with the brand for two years now, and I thought I knew a decent amount about skincare and I knew absolutely nothing. Um, So one of obviously the ingredients and products that has been introduced to me is retinol and its benefits. And of course, when you hear anything that's like preventing aging, um, it's a one solved kind of product that gets rid of acne, anything you're dealing with. Um, I was really excited and I wanted to try it. And when I tried it, I had the worst reaction to it. Um, My skin did not like it whatsoever. So when I heard about retinol sandwiching, I was kind of excited because it is a way to introduce retinol into people's routines um, and kind of get your skin used to it before you get to a place where you're applying retinol directly. Um, So that does excite me. And I have been trying it out. I definitely have not 
experienced any of the adverse reactions to the point that I was before I was trying it. Um, but yeah, it does beg the question of, is this actually putting retinol on my skin or am I just applying some moisturizer <laughs> and the retinol is not really getting to the point where it's giving me any benefits for my skin? Um, I do think that if it's a routine that you're doing for a while and then you do introduce retinol to your skin without the moisturizer, which is what you're intended to do. It's not something that you should yep. be doing forever. And some people's skin is just not going to react well with retinol. We all have different ingredients that our skin reacts with. Um, so yeah, I think it's something that definitely is worth trying out and useful for an esthetician to recommend to a client that might be struggling because you, you don't want to have a client come in and say, my skin will never work with retinol. And that upsets me. So 100%. you're coming straight back with a thing where it's like, you know what, you should try this new trend retinol sandwiching and see how it works with your skin. How do you feel? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Like what you're saying makes perfect sense to me. I am also unfortunately one of those people that I think about, I don't know, three different times I've tried to introduce retinol into my routine and it hasn't worked. Um, what I should do is I should go to my esthetician and ask mm -hmm. for her to guide me through mm -hmm. how to introduce it. Cause I might just be doing it all wrong to be perfectly honest. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, I mean, you're absolutely right. You know, some different ingredients work on different people's skin there's no one size fits all for skincare, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you slap anything with anti-aging on it, clients, consumers, they're going to go nuts. They're mm -hmm. for perfect example. You think people would want to protect their skin from the sun due to skin cancer concerns. No, they will protect it. If you tell them that it will age them though. So mm -hmm. it's like you throw anti-aging and people, everyone wants to try it and it might not work for everyone. And that is sure. a really awesome opportunity where retinol sandwiching can come in and like hopefully guide people into it. Like, like you said, eventually the point is to get them built up to a point where they can handle it on their own. And a lot of cosmeceutical lines do that with a lot of their skincare, actually. You know, you you mm. use it pretty infrequently until you can work up to a daily use of it. Um, and, you know, so that's kind of the goal with retinol is eventually you work your way into being able to just use the retinol by itself. Um, and I, I would love to get there because, listen, I'm hitting that age, guys. I'm hitting it. I, I was so sad. Care, baby. We're on skincare. I'm hitting that age where you want to hit, you want to start really like using retinols and really putting in your anti-aging routine. Let me tell you, I was so sad. I was doing my makeup the other day and there is this like one, you, you can't see it on camera, but there's this like tiny, tiny little wrinkle that's coming here. And I thought I slept funny one night and like needed to rehydrate my skin. But the thing is your girl, and it was there the next day. <laughs> I drink a lot of water. Okay. It was not a lack of hydration. Let me tell you, but it, it was there and I was doing my makeup today and I saw it again and I was kind of thinking about it. And this is the side I sleep on. And I think I'm like slowly forming. I gotta, I gotta I get mean, on my it back. Can happen. I, I've realized that I have a set of wrinkles on this side of my forehead and not this side. <laughs> not so that's been a really fun advancement. Uh, not sure how to cover that. <laughs> We're working on it. But yeah, no, I get what you're saying. You're but absolutely. also the whole reason that we want to share retinol sandwiching with the esthetician themselves is as a TikTok user, I can go on to that video and watch how to do retinol sandwiching or yep. the method for it. But that doesn't mean that I'm speaking with my skincare professional about the safe way to in introduce this product to my skin and what I should be doing after I'm going to retinol sandwiching. So that's definitely why we wanted to discuss it. And we want estheticians to be aware of it because your guys' clients are going to see the TikTok trend and want to try it. 
but you are going to be the one that tells them the correct way that they should be applying this and trying out this trend and whether or not you like it and you want to try it out in your treatment room. And to that point, a, a great thing, honestly, not even with this trend, with any of the trends you're seeing, especially ones that you think you have clients that might be really a good candidate for it, for any of mm-hmm. these trends that we talk about today, um, take advantage of that and jump on the trend yourself on TikTok. Put mm-hmm. out the educational videos for how to transition off of it or even put out a tutorial on it. So when you tell your client to try it, you then can tell them, go check out our Instagram, go check out our TikTok. We've got tutorials mm-hmm. on this, on retinol sandwiching, on how to do it. Obviously, you'll always be there for questions. Do that, you know, let let that be yeah. to your advantage. Use these TikTok trends to your advantage, you know, ones that you have clients that could be good candidates for it and really just promote yourself on your social media. I was just going to say you're the influencer in and out of the treatment room, which is what we're all trying to do. Yeah. TikTok has become a really great place for estheticians and Instagram too, because Instagram is all about the reels and the quick videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. They both become really good places for education for you guys to give to your clients. A lot of consumers are looking for that education. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I think that's that's a good amount of ret- we've given you our retinol sandwiching mm-hmm. opinions. Um and we want yours. Yeah, we do. We want to hear your guys' opinions. Absolutely let us know is it working for you guys? Do you like it? Is it rubbing you the wrong way? We love your guys' opinions. We love to hear it. So, definitely share that. Um and we are going to move into our next trend, uh skin cycling. This has been another one. This is a bit another one you had to have heard it by now. Mm-hmm. If you have any form of social media, you have absolutely definitely heard of skin cycling. Um, and skin cycling is pretty much, it is a recommended, I guess, method to how you apply your products, like a mm-hmm. routine, I should say. Well, it's a recommended routine. Trend, for sure. Yeah. Um, which is still very important and still, still very relevant. Do not sleep on any kind of at-home skincare trends because mm-hmm. home care... It's, it's kind of the same concept as, you know, if you go to the gym, but then eat like mm-hmm. garbage, you're mm-hmm. counteracting your gym workout. That's going to the spa and having no home care routine. So don't sleep on the home care trends because it could be really messing your client's skin up, could be mm-hmm. messing their treatment progress up, you know, or it could be advancing it and it could be helping them really see those results. Plus home care trends are an excellent place for you guys to just scope your retail, you know, like slide your retail Mm -hmm. in. So let's actually get into what skin cycling is and the methods Mm -hmm. of it and everything and and the steps. So it's actually a four-step nighttime routine to recommend to your clients. So night one, we've got exfoliation. Night two, we've got retinol application. And then night three and four are recovery days. And then you start the cycle all over again. And essentially, skin cycling is amazing for working with clients who want to improve their skin texture, who have acne and they're working on it. And it also just kind of gets your clients into a routine. Um, We know that when you're going each night and you're doing cleansing, toning, serum application, moisturizer, it it can be a lot to introduce to somebody who's not used to applying a normal skincare routine. So skin cycling is a great way to kind of break it down and be like, this is what you're doing on day one day two, and then you get recovery days in there. So anything that they're kind of experiencing that's an adverse effect from retinol or from exfoliation, they're going to feel, they're going to notice, and then they can let their esthetician know in that recovery day what they experienced. And if it's going great, they can continue the cycle and see how it works with their skin. 
And I think what you said that's so great in there is it is a really awesome method to get your clients into a routine. Mm-hmm. With that being said, like we've already mentioned, there's no one size fits all for people. Um, so contraindications to this, some things you might want to be aware of, um, some things that I know I've talked to experts in the industry and they don't really love about it. For their clients that are having really active treatments, this isn't a great home care method for them Mm -hmm. Um, because they're, especially, you know, what can be hard for people if they're doing active treatments, you know, on like active breakouts. I've had, you know, people tell me that spa professionals, I should say, tell me that you don't really want to send them home doing more active things to their skin. You want them to rest before they come back to you. Um, There are also, you know, usually for people with those more active treatments that are going on, they usually have their scheduled, like they're not coming into the spa loosely once a month, maybe twice if they're treating themselves. They're coming in regularly to make sure, you know, they're exactly on track. So that might not work for them, but ultimately what it is, is it's going to be, you know, the home care that's going to work for your client. Yeah. Um, You're recommending to your clients a routine based off of their skin anyway. So skin yep. cy- cycling is going to be one of those things where you kind of bring that in and recommend it when you see someone's skin that you think would benefit for it. We just wanted to help you understand what skin yep. cycling is and how you can use it in the treatment room. This is another great one too, um, to have a tutorial on your social media about educate your clients about this one's also fantastic for selling your retail. Honestly, if Mm -hmm. you've got a client that's good for it, if you've got a client that asks you about it, is interested in it and there's, and they're a good candidate for it. Absolutely. Show them the exfoliant they should be using. So I I know you guys are going to be doing that anyway, but, but you can even have a display within your location in the front saying, want to try a skin cycling routine. Here's the products that you should try out. It's a fun display idea, and it's also easy all-in-one. Take those products home. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, that's that's skin cycling. Those are kind of my thoughts on skin cycling. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it's great. Again, though, it's just one of those trends. A lot of trends are going to fall into that category. It's skincare is not one size fits all. So. At the end of the day, what's important with these trends is that you are letting your clients know that you are the expert in this industry and that you know what you're talking about when you do or do not recommend things to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's important to bring it up if you do feel like they're not a good candidate, but they seem interested in it. It's really good to educate your clients on why they might not be a good fit and mm-hmm. what you would recommend them do for home care instead. But I mean, those, those are my final thoughts. Me too. And we're going to move into one more trend for today. Um, We're actually going to talk about reverse skincare, which saying back to what we were just talking about, this might be a trend that you want to advise your clients on the risks of instead of promoting in the treatment room, which we wanted to include a trend because you see so many things on social media and not all of them are great for skin. When you see a video, it's immediately going to be, here's the benefits. This is why my skin looks so amazing and you should try it. But as the professional, you know what works for skin and what doesn't. Um, So reverse skincare is one of those trends. Um, Essentially, it got its start on TikTok and it is when you apply, it's another at-home type of trend. um, And it's when you apply um, your moisturizer after cleansing your skin, which to us is completely backwards because we know that moisturizers would most likely be applied almost last in your skincare routine. So it was, it, it did grab my attention. I was like, Oh, what's 
reverse skincare, you know? Yep. Um, but it, it does come with some risks. I don't know if it's risks as in it's dangerous for your skin, but as we know in the order of skincare that you're applying, if you're applying an occlusive over cleansed skin and then putting serums and oils that are thinner in texture over an occlusive barrier, you're not going to get the same product penetration that you would as applying those directly to your skin and then sealing it in with an occlusive barrier. So let's hear Maggie's thoughts on it. Not sure what she's feeling, but to me, I'm not sure how I feel about reverse skincare. I think risks is and isn't a good word for it. Risks Mm -hmm. is a good word or isn't a good word in the sense of, yeah, it's not going to like chemically burn your client's skin. Mm -hmm. They don't have to worry about like harming. But it is a risk in the sense of what it might do is it might seem like none of the skincare is working and they're Mm -hmm. getting no results from it. And even worse for you and your business, they might come back to you and be like, you sold me this serum and it's done nothing for my skin. I don't want to repurchase it. Like now they might question your credibility. They might question, Mm -hmm. were you just trying to make a sale or not? And the fact of the matter is, is that serum probably works great when it's applied correctly. You know, when it comes to layering skincare products, it comes down to the molecular size of the product. And if you put something like a moisturizer on, that's got a really big, you know, molecular size, it's not letting anything else get you know, so deep in your skin and do the penetration it needs to do. And product penetration is like everything that people want. They want to get those ingredients in there, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, it's they the want, only you way know, that you're going to see changes outside of the treatment room. Exactly. Um, and so there is, there's a risk, not necessarily to your client's skin, but potentially to your business, you know, if you mm-hmm. don't let them know the proper you know, method to applying products. And, you know, I think what is a really big misunderstanding that consumers are having for this because they aren't the professionals and they don't know skin physiology and they don't know all that skin science. What they see is a person with beautiful skin on the internet telling Mm -hmm. them this makes their skin look amazing, applying it the way they do. And then they have this beautiful glowing complexion. Well, and I will say for like the original person who created this trend, um, when you apply a very thick moisturizer on after cleansing, you're going to look very moisturized and glowy. And I think that's the whole like end goal that people are trying to achieve with reverse skincare. It's like very collagen filled, elastic, like perfect glowing skin. And you might look like that when you're applying it straight on, but it's kind of like a facade because it looks good in the moment, but it's not giving you any of the benefits that applying your skincare in the correct molecular order would give you. Because there's no like right and wrong. I mean, there is kind of right and wrong, but there's leeway within those things. We're not telling you it's such a hard and fast, but in this case putting that occlusive barrier on before putting the rest of your products that are treating the concerns that you have, we know isn't going to work. Yeah. Um, But I mean, with all of that being said, those are our opinions and what Mm -hmm. we've gathered about the trend. We a hundred percent want to hear yours. We want to hear if you guys have tried it. We want to hear if you're liking it. We want to hear your opinions on it. If you're recommending it to clients and why, Uh, We love that, you know, we would Mm -hmm. love to hear those opinions and, you know, possibly share them in a future podcast too, you know, or even that you guys are seeing, if you're seeing any TikTok trends that you want to us to discuss, 
write articles on anything, we would obviously love to share that with everybody. We we try to stay on top of trends. It's one of the most important things because as estheticians, we're here to look at a trend and let you know if it's something that should be coming from an aesthetic standpoint or from an at-home standpoint or the education behind those trends. And I mean, you the esthetician is the education behind those trends and we're just here to report on it. So we would love to get information straight from you guys. Yeah. And speaking of trends and reporting trends and sharing trends, um, we wanted to share with you guys some really exciting news. Firstly, that face and body and the nail, the skinning face and body and nail pro nail, nail pro nail show are co-locating again, but things are a little different this time. We are actually going to be going back to nail pros home turf in Sacramento. Uh, That is where the nail pro show used to take place. And we're going back there. Um, as our editor-in-chief, Katie, loves to say, it was called Sack of Tomatoes. She calls it Sack of Tomatoes all the time. <laughs> she has a really fun fact to pair with that. So you'll have to ask her when you go to the show and see her because I have forgotten and what the fun fact is. We also have an article on our website about fun, surprising things that are in Sacramento that kind of have to do with this year's show. Our theme is Beauty and Nature. So it's going to be... Mm-hmm an awesome show full of educators, speakers, brands. We're so excited, but Sacramento is literally the perfect setting for our theme and for everybody this year. And we are filling your guys's education hunger need. We are filling your exhibitor hall needs. It will be a really hot hop in show that you will and not want to miss. Needs. There will be lots of products. And there your product well. There will be lots of products there. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you don't, you don't want to miss it. You really don't. Obviously, as we get closer and closer to the show, which it will be happening in Sacramento again, August 20th to the 21st. I'm going to fact check myself. Yeah. Cause I'm very confident. I'm very confident, but I'm going to fact I'm check totally myself. Sure it is too. So it is August 20th to the 21st, 2023. It is at the safe credit union convention center in one more time, Sacramento, California. Sack of tomatoes. Um, <laughs> yeah, super exciting show. We're really excited to have you guys there. And we are going to just keep coming out with a bunch of reasons you should go because you should go. But we are going to end this fun little seg with a fun segment. I'm going to call Love It or Leave It. And since this one was all about trends, we will be talking about the trends that we will either want, that we either love or we would rather leave it behind. Um, so we're going to start with. Uh, Retinol sandwiching. I almost said reverse skincare, but no, we're starting with (laughs) retinol sandwiching. So Marissa, retinol sandwiching, love it or leave it? I'm going to love it for right now because I have tried it out and I'm not seeing results yet, but it's not causing any type of reaction with my skin and I would love to use retinol. So I'm going to love it. I personally am also going to love this one actually. Um, And the reason being... I have not tried it. <laughs> I would like to try it. I have had very bad reactions to retinol in the past. She has hope. Like, huh? Let's hope. I said she has hope for it. I have hope. I have I have high hopes. Mm-hmm. Um, my one caveat will be I will love it, but I will probably talk to my esthetician about slowly getting my skin off of it too mm-hmm. so that I can eventually get to the full penetration of the retinol in my skin because your girl's got wrinkles. <laughs> Um, but all right. So second one, love it or leave it. We're going to do skin cycling. Okay. I think I'm going to love it 
Um, I don't know if I love it specifically for myself, but I love it as an option for us estheticians to use. You know, like I want them to look at this trend, understand it, and then use it as a recommendation, whether it's for retail, for at-home use. I think that it's good in your arsenal of like recommendations, but I do think that it's not obviously going to work for everybody. So I'm going to say like a partial love it. Partial love it. Um, I surprisingly, I think I might leave it. I think I might leave this one. I feel like it's one of those ones that wasn't in my mind, in my opinion, it's not really a trend to me. It's Mm -hmm. like a way you should or shouldn't like a way that you could do your home care or not. I don't find it to be like trendy. It's not like Um, revolutionary. No, but so I think personally, I'm going to leave it. I don't find it to be revolutionary. This is no, this is, I do not mean to knock the doctor that created it or anything or send it out there. I just personally, for me, it's a leave it. Yep. Which is totally fine. It's our opinion. <laughs> yep. Our opinions. Um, and last, all right, reverse skincare. Love it or leave it. Um, so it might come as a surprise, but I'm going to leave this one. Um, I do think it's important for estheticians to know it though, and share that education with their clients on why maybe it's not the best trend to try if you are trying to get specific goals and benefits out of your skincare products, because obviously this trend might hinder that. What about you? I, I shocker guys, I'm going to blow your minds. I'm going to leave it. (laughs) I'm going to leave it. I feel like for me personally, I've been, I've been with skinning for technically five years now. I know I, I hopped around a little bit with Wall Spa and Metastetics, but I came back home to skinning And honestly, I feel like my knowledge of physiology and, you know, like the molecular size of skincare products, how it does and doesn't penetrate. I just feel like I can't get behind it. I just can't Mm -hmm. do it. I, I feel like I would be slopping a bunch of stuff on my face and wasting product. And if I am one, if one thing drives me nuts, we're not wasting wasting products. No, like when you see someone and they're doing that hole and they drip it down this side, this side, down the middle, down the chin. No, 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 girl. It drives me nuts. I'm like, you're wasting. You don't need all that. You're wasting so much product. (laughs) I'm just, I'm a big advocate for not wasting products. So for me, this is a total leave it. I think it's a flop of a trend, but I do agree with you. Okay. And before we go, I do have one more little trend additive in there for you that I just want to hear everybody's opinions on. Um, we have a new trending ingredient, and I'm not sure if you'll guess what it is. Salmon sperm DNA. <laughs> like, when I got assigned this article, I was like, oh, wow, we're finding ingredients everywhere. But it is a trending anti-aging ingredient for Korean skincare. It's being used more and more in product um, formulations. It's still kind of in the early stages of being tested for its skincare benefits, but they are seeing results from it. So I just wanted to throw it out there and see what you felt about it. (laughs) Yeah, definitely share your opinions on that one, guys, because we've had some weird ingredients coming in out of the small industry. And I would say this is one of those ones. So I'm really curious to hear what you guys think on it. But I do feel like Korean skincare is usually on top of it. I feel like they they have the ingredients, they have the formulation. So I'm here for it. I'm ready to to learn more. Yeah. Um, But that sadly, somewhat sadly, that's going to be the end of our very first show. Um, we hope you guys loved it as much as we lo- had fun like doing it. Was it was fun. We had a little chat, a little skin chat. But yeah, those were our little skin chats for, for now. And we will see you guys next time. Thank you so much.